0: Hey, everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started.
1: This is episode 193, Natural Fiber Rugs, and the show notes for today's episode can be found at DecoratingTipsAndTricks.com slash 193. Hey girls, love me some natural fiber rugs. I know, they're just such a neutral palette, and it's such a smoothing designer look to a room, and they used to really just be a kind of a designer thing, but now, I mean, words out, and they're very, very popular. And the texture—you cannot beat it for texture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so we so let's talk a little bit about each type, and then we'll go into general a general discussion about all of them. Okay. So I wanted to start out with jute rugs, and I know these tend to be—they're made from uh, the stalks and not the leaves, so they are soft. But not so durable. So Kelly they're Hook, they're
0: my favorite, yeah. though. They're my favorite, favorite too. Uh, really? My favorite I too. love a jute rug. It's soft. It um, even if it has a lot of texture to it, it feels sort of nice underfoot. Uh, it, it does break down. I must say that. Yeah. Um. And you have to you have to be willing to vacuum it.
2: Yeah, I love the jute rugs. They're the ones that I have. I have and I have had are chunky, and they are they have such lovely tones mm-hmm. in them. You know, there's uh, the highs and the lows. It's almost like yes. you know, they got a great uh, you know highlight job. Like they're just beautiful. That and is so cute and so bright. Yeah, <laughs> and they're pretty inexpensive. Um, as are most of the natural. Uh, fiber rugs. But I really, really like the jute. And I have had some very uncomfortable rugs that we can talk about later. But the jute, (laughs) and I can, you know, I'll put in the show notes links to the ones that I have purchased so you know that they are going to be soft underfoot. And the only thing that if you're going to layer a rug on top of a, a chunky jute one, sometimes it's just a little too thick to do that. Well, if the, you know, so, so you have to think about
0: that. But can I add in, just yeah, when you're talking about layering on top of a jute rug, a hide looks excellent because the hide is just so thin, very as thin. I a, have, yeah, that. In I mean. my yeah. and so yeah. do I, and I love it.
1: So, yeah. yeah, and just keep in mind though, they're not really that great for a high traffic area, you know, because they do break down, so. right? Mine are in my it's living
2: like, room, and mm-hmm. so there mm-hmm. it's not that high traffic. But here's the one thing about jute, and I don't know if Yvonne has had this experience too. Yes, you do, you know, can vacuum the top, but because it's kind of thick, what happens is that the fibers fall out into the bottom. So if you lift up your rug, (laughs) you're like, whoa, like what is going on under there? You look
0: like the dirtiest housekeeper ever.
2: Exactly. Or if like the dogs run and the the rug shifts a little, I'm like, oh my Mm -hmm. goodness. But it goes away after a while. So don't be surprised if you get a jute rug and this happens. You just pull it back. And I don't use one of those sort of rubbery pads or any sort of rug no, pad under No, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Because I'd rather just be able to clean it off the floor. So I vacuum and then I'll actually just wipe it with a rag so it's really all gone. And after, I don't know, Do you several, pick up the whole several rug? months, I fold it back and then I fold it back and then I fold the other side and I fold it back. Mm-hmm.
0: Now my living room rug is really big and I've not gotten to the center of it yet. So (laughs) I I probably have like a, a little pile. However, uh, I've learned that if you keep it vacuumed and I, and I do vacuum often, or, you know, I tend to vacuum often. um, It really cuts down on those fibers. I noticed that when I have a lot of family or guests for the weekend, that I sort of, by Sunday, want to run my vacuum over my floors wow. because but it how, has little hairs. How old are your rugs? Um, The one, well, the one in my kitchen is not jute. I have one in my family room, my foyer, and my living room. And my family room gets the worst of it. So that's probably a... Uh, Maybe three years old. Okay, my wow. living room and my um, foyer, uh, probably a little over a year, and but I don't mind it because I I just vacuum in general, and it's such a beautiful look, and they feel mm-hmm. so good on my feet, and you know we've been very pleased with their durability.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've had some spills. Oh, I yeah. want to
0: hear about that.
2: Yeah, we've had some spills, and. Uh, Really all you have to do is get on it right away
0: and if you blot it up, it comes mm-hmm. out. That's what I was reading. We've never had a like a big spill but on a jute rug, but they were saying to blot and uh-huh. then they were saying use one ta- one t- tablespoon of vinegar, one teaspoon of dish detergent and two quarts of water. And put a clean rag in there if you can't get the spill up and use and blot that into the rug, which I thought was really interesting. What
1: a nice recipe. I've not done
0: it. I've not done it. I must say that. It's untried. But I went to a reliable source to find out how to clean it. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, nice. Well, are we ready to move on to Sisal? I can't Mm -hmm. wait. Well, this is my favorite and this is what I use at the farm. So this is going to be more durable. It's better for a high traffic area, but it is going to be more coarse than jute. Uh, And, you know, it's recommended that you not use it for stairs because they can be slippery. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely something that I love. I love it's, it's I think a little flatter than the jute
0: yeah. it really and, is
1: and ours did do a lot of shedding at first but the interesting thing is that after maybe a year it stopped doing it so you know it's it's so it's a little different than the jute as far as that goes
2: yeah, yeah. as far as jute uh, was, is made from the same fiber as burlap. Like Anita said, it's from the stalks, not the leaves. And, and then the sizal is made from the agave plant. And oh. that's something that rope and twine is made out of. So if you think about wh- what it would feel like to walk on,
0: you know, rope or twine, you know. <laughs> so yeah. It's a little
2: bit different. But, I mean, I don't think it's uncomfortable it to me, walk though. on sizal. It is not
0: uncomfortable. I have one under my kitchen table. And it's very flat. And it's beautiful because it's actually a... Um, they have woven the sisal into, um, they almost look like squares and they're really pretty. It's a nice design and it has a, um, like a, a binding tape, um, a wide binding tape um, uh, finish on all of the edges. And it's very durable because our, our dining room ta- chair slide back and forth over that. The only thing is, is I have had a spill and I've not, I don't know quite how to get it up. It's not very big. We'll so try do you have recipe. any ideas? I will. Tr- yeah, I will definitely <laughs> try that. But um, I just wonder about how uh, I've have ne- never, you know, done anything much to it other than try to blot it. But maybe I will try that.
2: Yeah. It's a tighter weave
1: than would oh, two. Yeah. Would you, would you
0: mm-hmm. agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of
1: times it has a nice uh, edging, a fabric edging around uh, the rug, whereas the jute, I think, tends not to have that edge.
2: Yeah. I see We can edge. talk about that later, but I'm not the, a fan of the border. But, uh, yeah. well, you, you know, know, I, I, like I do mine. like it.
0: Uh, and mine, mine it almost reminds me of it's a binding tape, really. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It looks Or sometimes they do it in tape. leather, mm-hmm. too. Oh, which is I, cool. oh, I
0: haven't seen that, but I love that. Wow.
1: Okay. Were well, we ready for seagrass? Mm hmm. Okay. So this is, tends to be more stain resistant, durable. It's going to feel, feel better under your feet than the sisal. And, and it's great for, you know, kitchen and baths areas where there's going to be spills. Uh, but it's not really that great for outdoors. So Kelly, what,
2: what do you have to say about it? Yeah. Well, the Seagrass, I have never had that. To me, it it has a very, coastal look, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's almost a little too coastal for me, but I could see applications where it would really work. So given the choice, I would go jute or sizal instead. That being said, I think it can work in a lot of decors. It um, is non-porous because it's made from uh, grasses that are grown in saltwater marshes. So it's non-porous and water-resistant. So the, so if you had a spill, you know, certainly if you left it there for a week, you'd have a problem. But mm. if you can get to it right away, it probably will bead up on top of it uh, initially, right? Because it is water-resistant. Wow. Um, the thing about it is, too, it has a little bit of a sheen. And being made from these um, the saltwater marsh grasses and stuff, it has a little – tinge of green that's going to fade to a khaki so it's you're probably not going to get the sort of whitish light colored sisal that you might be familiar with or mm-hmm. that sort mm-hmm. of warm honey weedy jute color if you're going for for the or the
0: or the variegations that a jute can give you.
2: Right, right, mm-hmm. right. It's going to be more uh, monochromatic Do in know, uh, khaki.
0: I've been looking for, we've, we're uh, still in the process of redoing our main bathroom. I'm waiting f- to get for our estimate to come in because we're doing a really beautiful big shower. But we have hardwood floors in that bathroom. It doesn't get used that often. Uh, but I was thinking, well, from your description, maybe a seagrass um, you know, small rug in there would yeah. really work mm-hmm. yeah. because, you know, I do put down a, a bath mat outside of the tub, but I think for just practical uses in a bathroom, that might be excellent, an excellent choice. And I do love the neutrality of it. You know, I, I really like those neutral those neutral rugs. I don't really want to call attention to a rug in the bathroom because our um, our, our focal point will be the shower. So that will yeah, be, and it's a nice awesome. thing.
1: So you know, it's not a traditional bath mat. So I think that might be fun, where it's not so bathroomy looking,
0: a little mm-hmm. more dressy. And that's but- what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for anything that looks like you know, okay, this is this is the bathroom. We have some great. We have a. Um, built in something that almost looks like a piece of furniture for the and sink and we've got a lot of um marble in there so yeah that would be something that I'm really looking looking
1: for wow all right well the next uh rug type we're going to talk about is hemp and the interesting thing about hemp is I've just started eating it for breakfast
2: <laughs> uh, do you know that hemp is made from cannabis so I'm not sure what's going on <laughs> at your breakfast table
0: <laughs> hemp, <laughs> hemp-
2: Hemp hearts. No, no, no. Hemp hearts. They're like hearts. very
1: high, they're oh. very they're very high in protein. That's why they're so popular. No. Yeah, they're very high in protein. Oh, Hemp stop it. Hemp hearts. You uh, haven't seen those? Is that a that euphemism? euphemism? Okay. Oh. Hemp
2: hearts. I'm going to look that up.
1: Oh, stop it. Anyway, <laughs> so it's, it's a health food thing. But uh, yeah, but you can also get it in a rug if you don't want to eat it. Right. <laughs> and
0: you can lick your rug. If but if ready. it catches on fire, you're all going to be high. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. So this is, uh, it's really sustainable. It's uh, mildew resistant. I can
2: go on. Don't roll up your
0: rug. Oh, my gosh. And don't let your dog eat it.
2: Oh, my gosh. And don't let your teenager sit on it.
1: Oh, gosh. Stop it. Well, the the, the restaurant down the street had hemp. Brownies and I was wondering. <laughs> I thought. I thought. What kind of brownies are these? you live in a hip community? Don't you? I told you I did. Oh my Houston's goodness! Houston's
0: way more hip than I ever thought. Well, where oh I live, my. it's very hip. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Be careful when you get your tea and
1: brownies. <laughs> and you know? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Anyway, so it it does be, tend to be coarse, but it softens over time and uh, does shed. But have, I've never had a hemp rug. Have either of you ever had one? No, but we may
0: just look into it. <laughs> Your on it. <laughs> but isn't isn't California a state where you could actually smoke your hemp rug and be? <laughs> yeah, I think so. In a pinch, you could if you're having a bad day. Oh.
2: I think of um, when I think of those hemp rugs, I think more of like doormats. Am I missing something? Like those bristly ones? Yeah, the bristly ones. Oh, well well I don't. Core, I've, I've never a had core- a hemp. You're one. probably thinking of the core ones. Oh, so that's core. Mm-hmm. And so hemp would be more like woven like a seagrass. I or think so. Like but we'll that. just skip over hemp and on to the
0: core. <gasps> yeah, so the, so the well, we've had no, an awful. I think Yvonne's very interested in it. <laughs> we've had an awful lot of fun with the hemp today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, core. Right. That's Send the next me some one, hemp right?
1: seeds. Yeah. So the core <laughs> is what you would see at a front door so it's you mm. know the bristle it's like standing straight up it's like grass but it's mm-hmm. yeah not comfortable grass so it's real stiff <laughs> and that's what you would wipe your your shoes on so that's it's a made cor- from a- coconut
2: husks yeah I so love it, not that.
1: comfortable at all you you would not want to walk on a core you would not want to put core in a living room area it's really for a door yeah yeah okay
0: Can and I, I have Mm-hmm. Was there? Can I just um, interrupt for a second? Wasn't there one that you used, uh, Kelly? That used to call like the cut glass rug or the yes, that's walking my nails talk rug? To. Yeah,
2: the the uh, rug of nails, which yeah. is akin to the bed of nails. Yes, my family and I, doing the research for this podcast, I have now with I would say ninety eight point five percent certainty determined that the rug of nails was made from abaca. It's A-B-A-C-A. Okay. Because it was just called a natural fiber rug. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the little picture on the internet, it looked like a jute rug. It was markedly less expensive. Even though jute rugs are not that expensive, it was less expensive and it was the right size. And I purchased it for our last house thinking it's going to be great. Did you get a good deal on it, I hope? Well, I got a good deal. As I said, it was very inexpensive, but I had to pay people to walk on it. I mean, It was like <laughs> nobody would walk so, on it. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Be careful is the lesson because... If you look on the internet, you just say, "Oh, natural fiber," and I think sisal, in a sense, more so than jute or core or seagrass, has kind of become the the catch word. So it's kind of like the oh, Kleenex oh, of, you know, oh, natural fiber. The everybody, cheese, like they're not the, all the yeah, same. Everybody just calls it, oh, sisal. Oh, sisal. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a sisal rug. But really, you know, now, you know, we know, and now everybody who listens to DTT knows the differences and they can be important differences, especially when you're talking about, you know, durability, stain resistance, and comfort. Because this, like read the fine print. If it says <laughs> it's made of abaca, do not get it. No. Because it's stiff. <laughs> It is chunky in that jute sort of way, but it doesn't feel like anything like jute. So I buy this rug. It's big. It comes. And now I was going to put it. We were changing. And you're so excited. I'm so excited. And this is going to be great because you really need a rug. Mm -hmm. And it was going into a room that had initially been a playroom then was in a home office and now was going to be like our casual dining area so it was a space where people were going to do homework and they were it was just going to be this great family space and like this is I was so excited about the purpose of the room and this rug comes and nobody wanted to go in the room because <laughs> seriously like walking on nails and you couldn't sit Did on the dogs it either, avoid it probably. and uh, we didn't have do- uh, even Emmett then I don't think wow. maybe tor- mm. towards the don't tail you, end you don't
1: have it anymore
2: no I had to get rid of it. so then <laughs> it came here with that we rolled it up and I was like you know you know me I don't want to get rid of anything I'm like I'll figure something out I mean if it was hemp I could have invited people over we could have had a party <laughs> yeah, that's true it was a baka what am I going to do with it so I roll it up and I, I'll find a place for it and so then I thought oh i'll put it here on the porch but as soon as it got wet uh, it smelled i mean yeah. even just the edge of it it smelled so badly so Ooh, that oh. is just one to avoid. I, I apologize for any of the abaca farmers or salesmen out there, but I'm sure there's another <laughs> purpose for that grass rather than than rug. Something yeah. should just not be made into a rug. Let's yeah no, that mm-hmm. was super bad. So you know, as I said in the beginning, jute is my faves uh, for lots of reasons, but definitely size a close second for me. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, and I don't like the border, but you guys sound like you do. I yeah, do like, I like the border. It, yeah.
0: um, it depends, and depends on your decor. Just remember, though, that the one thing I really love about natural fiber rubs, rugs is they are sustainable fibers. Yeah, so, so green. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, so, but, yeah, literally you know, sometimes it is I, so green.
1: I was just thinking about what we've talked about with the layering because I ended up with a rug uh, in one of the bedrooms that's really beautiful, and but it's a little smaller than I really want it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, that would be great layered on top. I maybe I'll try, uh, you know, the jute this time. Mm-hmm. This is in a
2: bedroom. It's in a bedroom. Does that bedroom have a long drop bedspread that it you may does. have created? Oh, it does. We know that one well. We
0: well, that well,
2: I just want to let everyone know it's very exciting in the publishing industry and the world mm-hmm. at large that Anita's. <laughs> <laughs> new book, her second edition A French Accents is available now. You can get your hands on it. You can open it. You can read it. Mm-hmm. You can stick post-its in it. You can Underline drive to Anita's it. house and ask her to sign it. And it has mm-hmm. in it so many beautiful photographs and it's so well-written and I really appreciate a well-written book. And this particular tutorial for the long drop bed spread, the people have uh. been just pounding for, at her door for. I mean, really, everybody asks about it. So it's a long drop bed spread tutorial that you can make from drop cloth. So what does uh, it cost you to make it? Anita, like forty dollars? About or something? forty
1: bucks. You can make it with the pillow shams. Put in, Whoa.
0: put in a, um, a post. Uh, put in a post on your blog that has your bed in it, so people can see it. But here's the big good news. This is a second edition, everybody, which means that her first edition ding, ding, sold ding, 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 out. Ding, ding. <laughs> That's how popular it was. This is a big, big deal. So kudos and hats off and lots of love to Anita because this book you will love. And I was very lucky. I got to write a review about it. And um, I'm very fussy about my reviews. I want them to be on point um, and not misleading. And I had so many good things to say about this. So Anita, we are so proud of you. Awesome. And so make sure you get your hands on this book. So let's get back to our sustainable fiber rugs or natural mm-hmm. fiber rugs. Let's talk about some of the great reasons that they work in our house. And I'm going to talk about the first one. The price for the mm-hmm. quality. I mean, price slash quality. I always I always think, well, if the price is great and the quality's poor, it's not worth it. But the price is great and the quality for most jute rugs, I've only had one that I really didn't, I thought wasn't up to par, but I have a lot of jute in my ha- a jute and actually sisal in my house too. The price, you cannot beat it, especially for a larger rug. If you wanna put a rug under something or cover a room, or I'm just looking for one now for a bedroom um, because I didn't really have anything on the floor and it really needs a sisal under there. You just can't beat
2: it. Yeah, no, it's great and it's the as I think I mentioned it's the texture that really gets me. It just does so much for a room. Ugh. Whether you're having it live alone or you're going to put a rug on top of it, I think you can't beat it, particularly for the jute's because I'm uh, you know, they're my faves, but sizals as well and all the other ones
0: just lends such depth mm-hmm. to your decor. And they're earthy and organic feeling. So they, and and even it, it goes with any style to be very honest with you. Yeah. So if you want to add a little bit of that organic feel, I um, had a black and white striped wool rug in my uh, foyer that I loved and I thought I'd never get rid of it, but I put a huge sisal rug in my living room and put my black and white striped zebra hide over that. And then I just thought, wow, I it did so much for that room. It's I bought, beautiful. It's I really bought, pretty. Thank you. I bought the exact same rug for my foyer. What a difference.
1: Well, and it's like you said, I mean, not only does it go with all types of decorating styles and it goes great with mine, but also if you're really neutral, I mean, it's got lots of texture. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you go with a sisal or a jute or whatever, if you go with a natural fiber rug, Any, almost any color is going to work well with it and you can completely change your colors in your room and it's not going, you'll never have to change that rug because it clashes. Mm
0: -hmm. And here's another thing. If you have a rug you love, like we have the most expensive rug we ever bought was a rug to go under our kitchen table and it was a red oriental. And I mean, it was really beautiful. Um, Not sort of a normal oriental that you think of, but it was like a beautiful, beautiful bright red mostly, and it's rolled up and sitting in my basement. So I'm thinking I've got to use it. I got to use it. So I'm going to uh, probably in the fall, redo a room uh, that's over our garage. We call it the suite because it has a connecting bathroom and I'm going to put down a huge sisal rug in there. And then I'm going to put that red oriental on top of it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, so it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be a hide or it doesn't have to be something that's modern looking. This is a very beautiful oriental rug. I'm going to stick it right over it. And I think it will really also make it, it'll update it as well.
2: Yeah. And we talked uh, several times in other podcasts, I think, about, you know, when you want to get that designer look, you know, what are some things to do? And we gave great tips. And one of those tips is to layer your rugs. So if you're not layering your rugs and you want to try it, going with a natural fiber underneath what you already have, as Yvonne is just explaining, is a great way to get that designer look because it's just taking it up a notch. It's, you know, it's adding that extra bit. Uh, a layer and texture and interest to your room. And it's a really easy way to achieve uh, a higher end look or a more interesting look. So, for a couple hundred bucks, you can, you know, just make sure that when you're deciding to layer, you're taking into consideration. The rug you want to put on top of it, you don't want just a tiny little border. You know, you want right. some significant real estate sticking out from the on the natural fiber when you put the other rug on top of it. So you, that may mean you have to get a, you know up a size. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's such a beautiful way and so inexpensive. It's kind
1: of like an extender. You put the you know, ah, good you, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get that great big huge get the huge size natural fiber rug, and then you can get a smaller, you know, fancy, expensive, decorative rug to go on top. And it's going to work beautifully. And, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a lot less expensive than buying the expensive rug in the bigger size.
2: Yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent point.
0: There's just so many pros. I mean, look how it warms up any room. You know, just, oh, oh, it just brings so much warmth to a room. Just the color, because it's, you can get rugs natural fiber rugs that are from very ivory all the way through like the beiges sometimes on the gray side the tan sides all the way to something like a jute rug like you're set you were saying kelly that has tones of maybe um uh, I don't even know what to call it like a coppers and brown Yeah, grounds, it's like honey and, and oh, me and
2: copper. So pretty. Okay. Um yeah, and some of them take the dyes better. I in my reading, I understand that sisal really mm-hmm. takes the uh, the dyes nicely and that kind of makes sense. The seagrass doesn't really take it as we said, you know, makes okay. sense it's water resistant so mm-hmm. it might be somewhat resistant to the dyes or might take it in a patchy way, but definitely sisals and some jutes. There's a really nice chunky to me it looks chunky enough to be a jute. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what they're calling it, sisler jute, but Pottery Barn does a really nice gray one. And it, again, it has tonality in it, almost like a heathered look, the darker mm-hmm. and the lighter I love grays. That. It's mm-hmm. a really really pretty one. And um, the thing I don't like about I mean, I guess it could be fun. And I've seen some of them in like magenta. I mean, I don't, that Mm -hmm. wouldn't be my look. But like, again, if you were doing something really fun and I think if you want magenta,
1: yeah, I'd probably just go with wool. Right. Yeah. That's what I would do. But,
2: you know, the grays and the natural colors, I think that's probably the the way I would go. The thing that I don't like about the borders is I think it's just like a stop for your eye, you know, and then Mm. is it whatever border Mm. and jute is not normally bordered. Uh, maybe because it's the thickness. That's it's true. It's yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sizel mm-hmm. and seagrass it's seem to be awesome. the ones that you see bordered a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I, again, I think it's a stop for your eye. Well, Particularly I, if you're layering, I don't think I'd want to yeah. see the natural, then I'd see the border, then I'd see the other one. But it also, if you choose a color it's then tying you to that color. Like maybe your accent color is red, but then in three years, right. you want so your accent color to the, be blue. Go with a border, I think, that's
1: as close to a the neutral. rug color as mm-hmm. possible. Because I agree with you, you don't want a border that's a very different color than the actual rug. Mm. Uh, and the other thing I was going to say, kind of hearkening uh, back to what Yvonne said about how she has the rug, the natural fiber with the, the uh, hide rug, she has the zebra print rug on top, is if you want to use a hide rug, a lot of times, they're well, they're very irregular. And mm-hmm. if you're putting them under a table, often they tend to be a little bit smaller and oddly shaped from what you mm-hmm. need. So that is such an excellent way to, as we said, extend the rug is to put the natural fiber under the, the uh, hide rug. I think that's just such a great thing. And you can also layer hide rugs, but if it's not big enough, just go with that and it'll work beautifully under a
0: table. And here, let's just talk for a minute about just some of the things that you might want to be aware of when you're, I don't want to call them the cons of natural fiber rugs, but just some things. Um, sometimes like we were, like we were saying, like Kelly's, um, rug of nails, sometimes the texture is, can be very, Scratchy, they lack that softness. So, but that can be easily fixed by knowing the kind of rug you're getting, what it's what the sustainable material is, and um, and having an idea in your mind that okay, let's go from jute to sizal to seagrass to uh, abaca and then decor. So, just keep that in mind. But also, I see I've never heard of a like a magenta dyed um, natural sustainable. Uh, natural fiber rug, uh, but it does have a limited color palette. If you're thinking like, "Oh, I want a like navy blue rug," I didn't know you could get navy blue sisal, but it's the color is just very natural. It does have a lot of color, like I said, from within like that ivory to almost a brown, but that's the color you're going to get. But you know, if, a hardwood floors are the same way, and you can add anything on top some rugs are easier to remove stain than others but i and also had heard that if you can use uh club soda to dab that also that's a good way to remove but I think the biggest thing when when I hear people talking and I get tons of emails about this from my readers is the shedding issue
1: yeah and you know the interesting um thing about the rugs is we we're talking about the natural fiber rugs, but I also want to bring up that there is a lot that goes into what choosing what size you should get. Oh, and yes. we really need to link up the our episode oh, on goodness. how you choose the right size. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. go in the show notes to find that one. That's we a really go good one. say go
0: big or go home, right, girl? Yes, that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about
2: these um You know, we're all natural and everything today, but Mm -hmm. there are the polypropylene rugs that are made to look like sizals because we should note that, you know, like I tried to then banish the abaca rug to the porch thinking, well, I can at least use it out there. (laughs) No, no, you really can't. None of these rugs can be used outdoors. If it's a true natural fiber rug, you know, unless you're talking about a, you know, core doormat uh, which still I wouldn't leave out in the pouring rain. Usually you'd have it like covered or a porch right. or something like that. So mm-hmm. none of these are really going to work in your uh, on your patio or anything like that. They're going to break down in the sun and they're not going to do well. But there are those uh, you know unnatural sizal like mm-hmm. polypropylene rugs on the market, which are the indoor outdoor, which look pretty great. And if you're going for a very flat weave and you really are worried about you know spillage or pet stains or anything like that. And you're going to layer another rug on top of it. You could probably get away with that type of rug as well. And you're not going to have the shedding
0: either. Mm-hmm. Have any or, of you uh,
2: ever purchased one of those?
0: No, but yeah. I I definitely use that on my Porsche as long as it doesn't give off any bad vapors or anything like that.
2: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about one of those too. Uh you know, delineate my patio. We have the patio stones, and then, you know, of course, you put the furniture around that you want it. But just like in a living room, like an indoor room, I, I really am craving a rug to sort yeah. of corral it all and have everything on there. So that's what I'm thinking about doing out there. Cause I don't want to introduce a stripe or anything. I don't want the rug to be the star, right. which is really something that, that I love about this, the sizals and the jutes and all the other natural wovens is they definitely are supporting players to any decor and they don't have to be the star. Because sometimes when you
0: buy a rug, it's like, that's, look
2: at my rug, you know?
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'd be even willing to put those on my porch and we have a big patio. Putting that on the patio like under where we eat would be really beautiful or under where we have like, you know, our chairs and our coffee tables on the patio. I think that is a wonderful idea. As a matter of fact, I'd love you to link a couple of those in the show notes. Okay. Because I'd be interested really interested in seeing them.
2: Okay. Great. Well, you know what is so interesting is every time that our listener, Pat B, emails us, she's always got something insightful. And uh, I think she inspired a recent podcast that we did. And we were talking to her about her again.
0: So Pat- We sends, love hearing from her. Hi, We Pat. love hearing, yeah. I feel like you. she's a friend. Well,
2: everybody is, <laughs> yeah, right? But Pat yeah. just as Pat has really got us. she's uh, we're, she, we're getting a lot of emails from Pat and they're great. And the most recent we got was a tip. And you know how we're doing our listener tips of the day. So Pat writes in, hey, how about those ugly cold air returns? You know, everybody's Mm -hmm. got them. Mm -hmm. And Pat has her own solution. She says, put a wall ledge shelf a few inches below it. And then you can put some decor on there, not to block... The airflow mm-hmm. or, you know, what to impede what the cold air return is supposed to do. But, you know, just a, just a few pieces. So you're not seeing that. And ding, she ding, has ding. sent That's a picture. Uh, yeah. She sent a picture of how she has designed one in her bedroom where she had this cold air return in this really odd, weird spot. And I, I think in a lot of homes, when the builders create the homes, they're just, you know, they kind of want to get in and out or they're not designers. And so they don't think. I'm going to put, if I put this here, how are these people going to decorate around this? So they just put it in the weirdest spot. So ding, 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 Pat B, thank you very much for that great tip. So, so much fun today. I really thought I knew everything that needed to know, especially about my, when I had my negative experience with the nails, but (laughs) I learned a lot. I hope you guys did too. We had A few people had asked for an episode like this, Mm -hmm. so that's for you guys and for everybody else. Uh, uh, Remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks, and we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.